I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. Wasn't that just a snappy tune? That is the brand new song from the Isotopes called Zombie Accomplishments, which I think makes for some pretty good theme music for the creep off. Yeah, well, Carl had to get his plug in, everybody. That's right. Go to theisotopes.com if you want to watch the video of us making that song, recording it in the studio. Or you could spend your time doing something way more constructive and go to bluewaffle.com and see how that treats you. All right, folks, welcome to the Creep Off, a show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. My name is the People's Champion, Vinny Paulino, and joining me today, as always, my co-host, my pal, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? So good to see you, my friend. Just having a good time. I really enjoyed the latest episode of Creeps and Roses. Did you? Yes. I even sent you a note privately yesterday to let you know that it had me laughing out loud. I thought you did a phenomenal job. And people, and we'll get to this, you know, we got some input from people. We'll get to it in the voicemail segment. But the people who think that you're phoning this in, you are not, my friend. You Uh, are putting in the time. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. That's right, Carl. (laughs) Can I tell you, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, every single minute that I've put into Creeps and Roses has been excruciating. (laughs) Yeah, I could tell. I could tell. Yesterday, I spent uh, probably about three hours and change on the couch watching episodes three and four of The Bachelor and taking copious amounts of notes. And is your wife hanging with you on this? Is uh, she still in it? Yeah, she was hanging out, but she was doing her nails and yeah. doing other stuff and playing with the dog. And I'm sitting there like, shut up. Victoria's being a bitch again. <laughs> just fucking, you're ruining my life. Trying to figure out what they bleeped out by the way her lips are moving. What word did she just use? So many bleeps. That's what makes it unfun. We might play a little game on this week's edition where we fill in the bleeps ourselves. All right. Before we do that, though, we got to talk about what's going on in the voting from last week. And we both brought the creepiest furry. What are the results from that, Vinny? It was tied two to two last week. Well, your creep, uh, his name was Danger Doberman. Yes. And uh, my creep's names were Vex and Jax. They uh, skinned dogs and sold them as fucksuits and murdered a guy. You're still trying to sell it. uh, You're still trying to sell it. Yeah, and your guy uh, just shot a guy for drunk driving. And And uh, fucked his dog 400 times. They were in love. 400 times. All right, fine. There's the there's the vote. <laughs> 53% to Carl and Danger Doberman. <laughs> oh, we're putting together a win streak here, people. That is a three-peat. Three-peat. Taking the lead three to two in this round, and you're still working on your last consequence still. This you is know, exciting. weeks like this make me realize there is no God. There is no God. <sighs> All right. Congratulations. Thank you very much for the votes, everybody. Please, thecreepoff.com. The I'm, thecreepoff.com. I'm starting to think the people don't believe in me anymore. Is where you can vote. I'm starting to think that too, Vinny. That's what I'm starting to think. I think you lost them. I, God damn it. I think you lost them somewhere. I feel down. I feel down. All right. Well, does that mean we should uh, introduce the theme for this week? That's right. Uh, this week's theme, you voted creepiest talk show host. Yeah. What were the other options? It was creepiest founding father. Uh, creepiest attorney, I think. Okay. Yeah. But talk show host was the winner. And boy, there were a lot to choose from. Yeah. And we had category. to narrow down what the definition of talk show host was. And uh, we decided on just simply a uh, talk show host. So there it is. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with that. But we had a whole conversation trying to define a talk show host. And basically, I just kept saying, yeah, like somebody who like hosts a talk show, like a talk show host. Yeah, like Why is this show. difficult? We anyway, got it. We got it, though. Could, so, could be radio. Could be television. Hell, could be YouTube at this point. Nobody gives a host. fuck anymore. That's it could right. be one of us. That's right. Let's get this thing started. All right, Vinny. I have an exciting host that you know and love. Let's get into the world of entertainment. I want to talk about celebrity goss. I want to get into the celebrity goss and find out what's going on from the insiders and access Hollywood. Of course, I am talking about our friend Pat O'Brien. 
Hey! Pat O'Brien talk show host, celebrity talk show host, and he had a little incident that happened back in 2005, you might recall. Now, Pat, Pat is an excitable guy. He is. The very excitable boy, if I recall. He's got charisma, he can read a teleprompter, it's all the things you need to host a vapid television show or two, and boy... When it talk when it comes to celebrity goss, you know, part of me said this morning he's going to do Pat O'Brien. Yep. And it was in my mind. All right. When it comes to celebrity goss, it's important to both report on it and create it yourself. And that's just what Pat O'Brien did. He went above and beyond for his television show when he decided to call a lady that he was fond of and leave some voicemails for this woman. Now, I actually have the recordings of these voicemails. Now, what I'm going to introduce you to here is... Exhibit A. <laughs> this is a Sunday night in New York City. Pat's out drinking with his girlfriend, Betsy. The girlfriend at the time. Later, they got engaged. But this is Betsy, his girlfriend, and him. And they meet this chick that Pat is into. And he gets her number, and he decides to start hitting on her in a way you could only do in 2005 by leaving voicemails all night long. This first one came in at 7.09 p.m. So I'm guessing Pat got an early start. 7.09 p.m. 7.09. So the so the late game just ended on this Sunday. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this guy must have been drinking since noon. It's not quite football night in America. No, no, it's not even prime time yet. 7.09 p.m., this is the uh, first call over to this anonymous woman that Pat is very excited about. You are so fucking hot. Aw. I like how he turned into James Brown there for a second. Like at the end, he was like, You're so fucking hot. So fucking hot. Like he just had to like <laughs> take follow- it to the bridge. Take it to the bridge. Like he just had to follow it up. Uh yeah. I would say that that uh, sexually harassing a uh, workmate is creepy. What else did he do wrong? In case you couldn't decipher all of that, one of the things he says is, I want my girlfriend to eat you. Uh-huh. And then the call to action on that one was go into the bathroom and leave me a voicemail. Right, So I guess what he's looking for is a response like, oh, yeah, I'm totally into that. Let's make it happen. Here's the next phone call that came in at 7.40. What a sexy name Betsy is, Betsy, too. Betsy, I know. She's a, she's a looker, I'm sure. 7.48 p.m., less than an hour later, he leaves another voicemail. He told Betsy that she was into her. I think you're horned up. I don't know why he's like this. But you have to be the Betsy too. <laughs> he's got rules. Just doesn't know to stop. I would love to know what the conversation with Betsy uh, is that's going on parallel to this. Betsy, I gotta make a call. Betsy, we're gonna go fuck this chick. She's really into you. I, I, hey, I told Betsy that you're into her. Can you pretend that you're into her? There's so much, like, just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Arrogance here? Yeah. Where yeah. he just assumes that oh, they're yeah. both gonna go for this because that's what he wants. It's pretty, it is creepy, Carl. It, well, it you escalates. Know, it was creepy the uh, the first time I heard this bet on Opie and Anthony back in like 2005, but you know, that's cool. It escalates from there. You know, not, Vinny, not everybody was listening to XM radio in 2005. I would assume most people were not. So it escalates from there. There was another call three minutes later. I don't have that one because it's pretty short. And then this next one came in at 8.34 p.m. So this is about an hour and a half after the first call to this chick. Hey, it's me. <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm so fucking into you. <laughs> and you have to pay attention to Betsy, but let's have fun. All right, I got it all worked out. <laughs> Suck your tits and watch you eat Betsy and lick your ass. I'm so fucking into you. 
and then back to business. The kids can watch us. Oh, I'm sure it's all new to you. The kids can watch this didn't, us. This didn't work the first time when he tried it on Mary Hart. <laughs> I don't know why he thinks it's going to work on this lady. I did like that line, like, oh, that, I never do this. Now, this when he, he says he's, he's going to lick her ass, is he talking whole or cheeks? Oh, I think he's going whole. This guy is a horn dog. All right. He's like, I'll, I'll watch you eat Betsy while I lick your ass. I'm like, I don't think you could do both of those things at once. Uh, you got to get a w- interesting angle you to need make a, that work. You need a mirror. <laughs> You need a fucking periscope. You need to be in a funhouse to make that happen. <laughs> All right. This one's a little bit longer, but Vinny, pay attention. Can I ask a question? Does yeah. he does he let her know in this one how into her he is? He does. Okay. He also lets her know that she's fucking hot, and he thinks she's really fucking hot. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm looking at the transcript as we go, just because some of this is maybe not all that uh, discernible. But, but does she know that he's into her? I hope so. At this point, okay. I hope that she would get the hint because I think because you know I'm picking up on the vibe that he's really into her. (laughs) Dude, but listen to how this escalates. Though this one is fantastic. Into it, yeah. Do you think it's because you've been a fucking weirdo the last two hours? The guy's just been doing fucking lines. Yeah. <laughs> He's like scratching himself constantly, going, "I, I she, she's, she's gonna call back any minute, Betsy. She's Betsy, really into you, baby. Betsy, I we, we gotta fuck this chick. Not, not for me, but for you. We got, we gotta go fuck this chick. Do you know how into her I am? <laughs> Well, you've already done that. Is he going down a list? Does he have this written down? <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to suck pussy. I'm going to lick tits. I'm going to talk dirty. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even say. And did I mention asshole and cheek, about, honey? I forgot about asshole eating. Gosh, it's my face around. I'm totally messing this voicemail up. Let me go back over my list one more time. <laughs> Betsy's not into it at this point. Did you hear that? Hire a hooker. Let's get crazy. He's like, that's what chicks are into. Hey, you're super hot. Let's get another chick, too. Plus, my girlfriend will get a hooker. This is going to be great. Ugh. You agree with yeah, this? Look at me and say yes. Monday morning. You are making her crazy. I imagine. be a difficult task. You've got to convince Betsy. You've got to convince this girl. Because <laughs> no one's leaving them. We can have any of these fucking hookers, too. Your pick. And the kids can watch. That's sexy, actually, was uh-huh, what he said at uh-huh. the end there. So. Yeah, Benny? How does Monday morning at work go? Well, does she just walk up to him and go, no? It's funny you ask that because he forgot. This was all during a blackout, according to him. Oh, okay. He flew back to L.A. on Monday morning, did not remember any of this. Hey, and look, then, everybody, Lindsay Lohan got drunk again. <laughs> when he got to work that day, he had some explaining to do because this woman leaked these these voicemails huh. to the producers. So that probably didn't really go very well. So then, of course, he has to do an apology on his show. Tell me if this sounds like a sincere apology that's coming up. 
As promised, I have something to say to all of you, the inside uh, of viewers, in just a moment. First, uh, Larry Spencer has something to say. Hey, coming up next, I've got something to say. And also, wait till you see these new Britney photos. I am truly sorry. <laughs> now Britney's nipple. Um, <laughs> yeah. This guy's fucking... That's pretty entertaining. Here's his official apology. Great. I'm Pat O'Brien, and I'm an alcoholic. For the past 50 days, I've been on a journey that has been nightmarish, yet challenging, and indeed fulfilling. I checked myself into an alcohol rehabilitation center in mid-March for a problem I had been in denial over. For you loyal viewers, not for a second did I ever appear on this program or others under the influence, and that's the way it will be moving forward. I would really prefer this show if they were drunk on it. I know! It'd be so much more fun if they'd you're just, just hitting like, on producers and They'd shit. just be giggly going, look at this asshole. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, camera woman, get over here and sit on my lap. Tell Betsy to come over, too. Yeah, and no apology to Betsy there. <laughs> no! No apology to Betsy. And no an apology to who? The viewers? What did, what did he do to them? I don't know, but... He had to go. Well, he did create some amazing morning radio bits. I'll give him that. Yeah. Well, which you are stealing now. So which I'm you stealing. owe him a debt of gratitude. So then he had to make the rounds. And of course, he had to go visit Dr. Phil. And Dr. Phil asked the dumbest question I've ever heard on a talk show. When I first heard this, having known you, it just comes to my mind what the hell are you thinking? So what the hell makes you coming think to my mind that right you can now. do that? What was I thinking? What was he thinking? He wanted to fuck this hot chick. That's the one thing we know about this is what he was thinking. He was very clear about what he was thinking. Yeah. He wanted to get a hooker. He was coke. very into her. He <laughs> wanted to get a hooker. Hot. Wanted the coke. Yes. Eat the pussy. What lick were you the thinking? ass. Yeah, we got it. Do you it. want me to explain it to you? I mean, I have all the transcripts right here. I can explain to you, Dr. Phil, you idiot. All right. He was on Oprah on a show called Where Are They Now? Many years ago, it was 2014, and describing his final day of drinking. Uh, but, you know, and at some point, I think you read the book that on my final day, I must have drank 14 bottles of wine. I know, Bullshit. which is inconceivable to me. When I read that, I thought, gosh, that cannot be true. Because what happens is once you start drinking like that, if you stop, you go into a seizure and, you, and your body will tell you, you know. You can only, it's medicine, and you just have to get it back. You'll die if you don't drink 14 bottles of wine? Okay, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> so, Vinny, this gave me an she idea. She only had 12. This gave me an idea. I want to put this on the, the consequence wheel. All right, 14 bottles drink of wine. Drink 14 bottles of wine in one day. What do you say? I could do that. Let's live stream I used it. to pound <laughs> bottles of Jack Daniels. I'm fine with it. Dude, I don't think it's possible to drink 14 bottles of wine in one day. I'll try. All right, it's going on the wheel then. Very good. I mean... Attempt it. I mean, goddamn, that is a lot, but I'll go for it. Speaking of Opie and Anthony, they were covering this story back in 2005, and they discovered something. Why don't you play their much funnier bits? Now? I will. Here we go. They, they uncovered something that's even worse for Mr. O'Brien. Well, Pat O'Brien was leaving these uh, messages on this girl's uh, machine, uh, sexually explicit. You heard him here. Uh, and then it got a little worse. We reported that um, there's a photograph. Yeah, the, gir the girl, I guess Betsy, has this uh, ex-husband who has possession of a photo of Pat O'Brien jacking. <laughs> Just a picture of a glistening, sweaty Pat O'Brien with dick in hand, getting down to business. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack. Oh, poor Pat O'Brien. As if things couldn't get any worse. It also came out around this time that he might be a bit of a homophobe and also a racist we should probably ha leave poor old pat o'brien alone but the stories keep coming, coming a source coming. tells us he used to refer to a gay african-american senior producer at access hollywood as the fruit monkey and say this to her face are you kidding or to his face excuse me his, his face, face. <laughs> He would say this to his face. <laughs> you think that's an appropriate thing to call someone at work, Vinny? Oh, no! <laughs> you think that's probably a little inappropriate? It's kind of creepy, Dude. right? So, yes, because I'm going to steal one of their bits. Oh, my this God, is, This is Anthony pretending oh. to be Pat O'Brien calling the executive producer. Uh, you, Betsy, me, and the fucking fruit monkey. Get him in here. I want to fuck the fruit monkey in the ass. You eat Betsy. I want the fruit monkey to climb a tree and pound a banana into my anus. Oh. 
So that is my creep for this week. Pat O'Brien oh. from Access Hollywood and The Insider. What a creep. You done? Uh, yeah, I think I've made it clear you should never leave voicemails. Very bad idea. <sighs> wow. Mel Gibson didn't have a good time with it. Pat O'Brien didn't have a good time with it. <clears throat> bad well, idea. Well, Carl, things are about to get real. Because my creep today is an Emmy award-winning talk show host. He's the host of the New York State Daily COVID Briefing. Yes! He's also a best-selling author. Yes! And he pushed my buddy Mark Ippolito right off the fucking wagon. Ladies and gentlemen, King Cuomo, New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo. What an asshole! I'm not doing that. Oh, come on! No fucking way! Technically, he did win at the Emmy for like his talk show. Yeah, I know, but I'm not going to stoop to your level, motherfucker. His brother has a talk show. I see. That was me teasing a heel turn. That was the heel turn tease. Damn it. That would have been great. I'll never stoop to your level. I would have been all in on an Andrew Cuomo bashing session. Oh, I bet you would have, but not today, baby. My creep is even creepier. Because my creep... Murdered how many thousands of elderly people, Vinny? How are they creepier than Andrew Cuomo? Uh, you didn't pick Andrew Cuomo. Fear all I have Andrew to Cuomo. do, all I have to do today is beat Pat O'Brien. And I'm going to beat Pat O'Brien you know, right now. You know what they say? You don't have to be the fastest gazelle. You just have to be faster than the slowest. Exactly. You look right. like the slowest gazelle to me. <laughs> not today, son. <laughs> all right, keep I'm going. fucking cheat. I'm, I'm the gazelle that runs right past that fucking cheetah. Yep. My creep hosted a little talk show called The Family Friendly Morning Show hmm. on Michigan's WCSG. Wow, we're going deep for this one. Yes, we are. Matt Lauer didn't cross when you were looking this up. All right. Fair no, enough. no, this guy's a naughty boy. Right. His show is described as an uplifting talk to inspire and help you start your day. Great. He interviewed local business owners, clergy, and professors from Cornerstone University, a Christian university loosely associated with the station. And he started there in 2003, worked there all the way to 2014. I bet you they played some pretty good Christian rock, too, on that station. Sure. I like Christian rock. <laughs> it's very positive. It's not like those real musicians who think they're so cool and hip. Yeah, visit theisotopes.com. Fucking losers. <laughs> so wait a second, you're now, calling me off for stealing Opie Anthony bits, you're just playing sitcoms now? Just relax. <laughs> so you guys remember Seinfeld? Hey, <laughs> My creep's name is John Balow. Now, Balo worked for the station from 2003 to 2014. According to his bio that has been taken down from the station's website that I found a copy of, nice. it, says that, yeah, it says that he was a graduate from Cornerstone University. He began working at the radio station. The most important part of my story is how Christ found me when I was about eight years old as my mom led me down the Romans Road one night. The deleted bio also reads, I've never forgot how excited I was while trying to evangelize all the neighbor kids. My walk with him is bad and continues to be a great journey. Oh, he's one of those assholes. Oh, yeah. You can't just find God for yourself and keep it to yourself. You got to tell everyone else. He's got to tell all the other kids in the neighborhood. He's got to go to the Christian university. He's going to work for the Christian radio station, talking about all of his Christian bullshit every day. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so... I have been accused of being long-winded on this show, and I'm not going to do that this week because we're only going to talk about a little chunk of this guy's life. Vinny's learning, everybody! Yay! We're going to talk about his 2014, specifically the months of April through July. He got married in April to, I'm sure, a very good Christian woman who only sucked his dick before they got married. No vaginal stuff. Right. So late May, he uh, had started a little business on the side. And he was doing children's portraits, Carl. Okay. He was doing photos of kids, Carl. Okay. Carl, he was taking pictures of kids, Carl. Carl, he was taking photos of kids. Yeah. Okay. He also had a nothing business associate. He also had a business associate. There's nothing wrong with this and, so far. And his business associate say it was Ron Mosier. And uh, Ron got himself into a little trouble. You see, Ron, uh, if I had to describe their relationship, Ron was John's child pimp. Who got busted that May, red fucking handed with a 12 year old in his house with boxes of hard drives and Zoom players chock full of child (laughs) porn? (laughs) That not only he possessed, he was producing. 
The police start investigating, and a name comes up. John Ballew. And on June 20th, he just got married, you know, a month and some change ago. He probably hasn't even sent out the fucking thank you letters yet. On a Saturday, he has to go work at a Christian music festival in Gaylord, Michigan. And that day, guess what happened? Homeland Security agents, officers from the Michigan State Police, and Battle Creek Police Department showed up and arrested him. That's awesome. Yeah. They dragged him the fuck out of there, and he was charged with producing and indecent activities with children. Now, here's what's interesting. Christians are weird. He got fired from the radio station immediately, and the radio station started running ads like, oh, my God. Don't, we're so sorry about this. Well, here's what we need to do. Listen to how weird Christians are. This is the station's manager. Okay. Over the next few weeks, we request you pray in earnest for John, his family, our team here at WCSG, that God's people will not lose heart. Nothing for this kid's asshole. Raping Nothing for not a Hail Mary for the kid's butthole. <laughs> Seriously. He's like, let's pray for John and his family. And let's pray that we don't lose heart over the fact that we've had a pedophile here for however long. Well, things start getting interesting because as uh, Mr. Ballew is being questioned by the police, he uh, admits to having a storage locker. And the police went to the storage locker and authorities say they found a bondage kit in the storage unit. Okay. It repeatedly consisted of handcuffs, duct tape, and Halloween costumes. Duct tape? Is yep. that part of the bondage? Yep. 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 Paraphernalia? All right. Yep. And little kids' Halloween costumes. Okay. I do, do they make, like, kids' sexy bumblebee? Like, what do they do? Like <laughs> Sexy eight-year-old nurse. Yeah. <laughs> sexy play doctor. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Yeah. The, also, the other dead giveaway was... Printed papers in manila envelopes from websites on how to get away with possessing child pornography. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, come on. <laughs> also, photo books from his portrait business. The other very disturbing items. Was he a good photographer, at least? Oh, we're going to talk about his photos in a minute. Okay. We're going to talk about his portraits in a second. <laughs> there were also some other disturbing items in the locker, Carl, including articles about missing children. And a collection of children's obituaries. Oh, weird. In July, he pleads guilty. So we're going April, he gets married. July, he's looking at the rest of his life in fucking prison. Okay. Okay. When he entered his guilty plea, he had to admit what he did. And uh, he said that I performed a sexual act and I only possessed uh, images of the kids on my camera. And uh, I actually have him talking about his photos in court. So here is him in court talking about the photos that he took of one 12-year-old boy. All right. This picture I like to call the Pierre. I made a mustache on his face with cat poop. And this time, when I put a tampon in his mouth. I call this picture the sleeping minstrel. This one I call Hot Fudge Monday. I really like how the light plays with the background on this one. Let's see. Oh, yes, look at this one. I call it New Moon Rising. I did a whole study using my ass. Here it is using some high contrast stuff. Trying out some different light filters here. <laughs> Yeah, it's very it disturbing. Surprise. Yeah, very disturbing. And listen to the jury react as he went on. This picture you may find somewhat controversial. <gasps> Ew! Dude. Yes, this is shot at a 5.6 aperture using a low-light filter. You can see the grain from the high-speed film. There's sort of a penis in my mouth right here. And the low depth of field <laughs> keeps the background soft. What, what, what? Yeah, so he was paid his child pimp. To bring him a 12-year-old to hotel rooms, he would take the kid into the shower, put the kid in a little thong, take a bunch of pictures of the kid in the shower. Okay. Then he handcuffed the kid to a bed and raped them. Was the 12-year-old into it? Or uh, how did that work? I'm going to go with probably not was so much. consent going on? Nah, I don't what think so. What was the so. safe word? Uh, the safe word? Jesus. I repent is <laughs> the same word. So this guy in the mornings is like on the radio going, and we have to remember to love our neighbor, especially their children. They're tight little children. <laughs> oh, like this guy, exactly, oh, Jesus. Yeah, this boy. guy is on the Christian station talking to all the pastors, glad-handed. Exactly, Carl. And he's fucking children and taking pictures of it. Now That's gross. It is very gross. He was sentenced because he pled guilty. He said he was very remorseful. He said he's very sorry. Wish there was something he could do to fix that little boy's butthole. Yeah. 
but he was still sentenced to 25 to 50 years in prison in Michigan. And then was in December was given another 50 years in federal court for possession and creating of child pornography. So he's so going to be gone for fucking ever. Good. And he got some good news and some bad news in July. All right. Uh, the good news was his new wife pregnant with their first child no oh, no bad news she divorced him yeah that's my creep john value old enough to get pregnant all right that's a good creep there. that's my creep Vinny? this week wow your search history is something else man it's a problem the, the number of times you've typed child porn into i'm pretty sure i'm on you're, lists you're on a few lists though, i'm on friend. some lists all right well that was a lot of fun good job thanks pal I uh, I think you should all vote this week at thecreepoff.com. Make sure that you vote for your pal Vinny at good old John Value. All right. Or you can vote for Carl, who brought the Pat O'Brien tapes back, because goddamn, those are fun. Yeah, that's great. You listened to an old Opie and Anthony episode on YouTube, and you brought it all in here. All right, Carl. I had Dr. Phil. I had Oprah. I, I There was so much research that I did, Vinny. Carl. Nine hours of research on the Pat O'Brien tapes. Carl, would you like to hear some voicemails? Yeah, let's check it out. Today's Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the good friends in Syracuse. Syracuse, it still sucks. We'll see you in Syracuse. You don't have a production number for that? Today? Hey, Vinny, nope. you're a beautiful soul and a wonderful man. Uh, you still need to dispose of uh, Carl. Um, he is so aggressively unfunny, it qualifies as rape. Um, yeah, he just sucks. Uh, again, get Kaya for the podcast. Here, uh, Carl, here's a joke. Here's something that's mildly humorous. How does Fozzie Bear get over an injury? He walk a walk is it off. Fuck you, Carl. Um, yeah, so uh, again, Kaya the King, uh, Carl the Claude, and uh, Vinny, uh, call um Call the police. You need to be locked up. Bye. Thank you. What a good fan. I got a voicemail that came in on the WATP hotline that I think I should play right now. All right. Carl, I will never badmouth your fucking stupid musical special ever again. I'm trying to get through the fucking Creeps and Roses, but it's fucking <laughs> making me just want to fucking run off the side of the fucking road. It's so goddamn bad. Yep. So I'm sorry I ever talked shit about your fucking terrible fucking music special. Fuck you, Vinny. Wow. Okay. I, neither of us got off unscathed on that one, but uh, I do want to point out episode one, Creeps and Roses, not the best. Episode two, fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. Vinny had clips. He had analysis. PJ was like fucking lost. He's like, I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. Stuff. Well, I, you know, it's nice that I always carry dead weight with me whenever I do a podcast. <laughs> Here, right. I got another guy who left a voicemail about. Uh, about your creep, Danger Doberman. Okay. Hey, Carl, Vinny. This is Dick from Arizona. Vinny, I finally had a good creep this week, but I'm still going to have to go with Carl and uh, Danger Doberman. Let's see that dick. Not because hey. he made love to his dog or his bestiality art, but because I'm a truck driver out here in Arizona, and this asshole busybody shot this guy on my regular route, mm. screwed up my day, yep. and cost me a bunch of time. We have drunk drivers all over Arizona. That doesn't bother me or worry me. I am more concerned about these creepy-ass furries running around with guns out here. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Love the show. I'd be more worried about a husky gentleman doing a Cobra Commander voice running around free. <laughs> that's just me, In the though. Tucson area? In the Tucson area. That's yeah. just, just Watch me. Watch out when you get to an Uber. In the Tucson area. Hey, uh, here's a... Uh, could be Dorkles driving. <laughs> could be Cobra Commander. Here's, uh, here's a message for you. Carl, you gimpy-footed fuck. You pick a furry, and the creepy thing about him is that he fucks dogs. That's a lot of furries, Carl. Vinny's at least skinned animals and sold them as fuck suits. Bye, Vinny Winnie, people champ. Correct. All right, well, that's one opinion. Not the best one. I have another voicemail that came in okay. on the WATP hotline here. Hey, Carl, this is a message for the creep off. You know what, Vinny, you fat sack of shit? You are going downhill big time lately. Mm -hmm. You peaked when he said you drank a whole bottle of McAllen because that's great scotch. You're the people's champ and everything was good. Then your fat ass starts losing to dipshit Carl who phones it in with politicians he doesn't like. <laughs> you can't figure out what fucking century it is, and you're putting me to sleep with your furry this week. Yep. And you know what? You finally got what you deserve. 
You start to listen to Carl, get a wonderful consequence. You know how much I was looking forward to your Bachelor podcast? I listened to the first episode, and it's basically just the opening credits to your consequence. So you know what, Fatso? You owe us five <laughs> more episodes. People's Champ, put down the pizza, put down the fucking bonbons, and get your lard-ass shit together. Hold on a second. You I will do none of these things. and do the podcast at the same time. I have gonna... for both episodes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last voicemail this week. Unless you got any more. I got one right here. That's all I got. Hey, People's Champ. Everyone's being too mean to you. You make the show better. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. People's Champ, Vinny Winnie. I like that guy. I disagree. Make the show better. Better than what? It would be if it was just you. Yeah, right. If it was just me, it would be called Who Are These Podcasts? It'd be way better. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know if that's accurate. All right. Do you want to do a scum parade? I am ready for the scum parade. Because Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. I'm not kidding around, they're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're gonna take you on a scum parade. I'm ready for a scum parade, Carl. What do you say we start out in Vero Beach? Let's do it. Police were summoned yesterday to a Walmart by a woman who reported that a man who was parked next to her was masturbating while behind the wheel of the car that had its driver's side window open. Upon arriving at the parking lot, cops stopped at a Kia with out-of-state plates and asked the driver to exit the vehicle. When 26-year-old Kyle Weiss stepped out of the car, there was little doubt he was the suspect being sought. The officer said, I noticed that he had an obvious erection protruded from his shorts. The cars are passing me by, they honk and say hello. And I got a jacket from his window, there's a guy shooting video. <laughs> He's jacketed. it. Uh, yeah, Carl, boy. That clip is really getting a lot of use for the last <laughs> it really two weeks. It's, it's amazing. It. Uh, <laughs> I really so do the, like so, that song. Some woman calls the cops. They say, this guy's jerking off in his car. The cops show up, pull him out of the car, and he's got a giant throbbing boner in his pants. That is correct. And, that would uh, be like exhibit A, I would imagine. The cops are like, uh, what are you doing there, sir? And he goes, I'm, uh, I'm not exposing myself. I'm uh, here as a food shopper. My business is like Uber Eats. I buy food and I deliver it to customers, he told them. And they're like, come on, bud. What's really going on? I didn't ask for extra mayonnaise on these fries. What's going on here? Right. And then he goes, well, I crossed over from doing my work to play with myself. I'm kind of lonely. My ex-girlfriend's in Colorado, and I'm here all by myself, and I didn't think anybody could see me. Can I point something out? Yeah. If you ever see a guy jerking off in his car... Let him go. Just let it go. Mind your own fucking business. Mind your P's and Q's, lady. It's not like he was forcing you to spit on it it or something. Like, what's the... What does she have to get involved in this? Well, because she's a busybody. Yes. Like, she's never seen a pee-pee before. Busybody. I would agree with that. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is this. Everyone has genitals, and every now and again, people make bad decisions. It doesn't mean you have to be a tattletale. You don't have to be a tattletale. Same with Pat O'Brien's chick, who's, like, giving these tapes over to his employers. This guy was in the window, and he just looked at the girl in the other car next to him and was like, just say yes if you want this. All you need to do... Is honk your horn and say yes. What are the chances of seeing an attractive girl in a Walmart parking lot anyway? It's the worst place to go jerk off. Yeah. I mean, it's always so crowded. Everybody's in the parking lot jerking off at Walmart. That is true. He must have a great imagination. Some Uh, kind of spank bank because there is nothing going on at Walmart that gets me aroused. He was uh, released from county jail after posting a $1,000 bail. And is scheduled for arraignment in March. So let's go up to Newark, shall we? All right. Jay-Z, a keen-eyed teacher who called police after spotting what appeared to be chains on a student, is being credited with a stopping a horrific case of alleged foster abuse. A Newark teacher called for a wellness check after observing the child's chains during a virtual class. The kid was fucking chained on a fucking Zoom call to school. We have to open up the schools because parents who are just trying to keep their kids from leaving the house are now getting arrested just because they're chaining them up to fans and other objects in the house so they can't escape. 
When officers arrived, they found a 12-year-old boy who was tethered to a piece of exercise equipment by chains and padlocks. Brown was arrested, the foster mom, and charged with child abuse. The kid was taken to the hospital for their evaluation. He was later released into the custody of child protection. But uh, the mother, as this woman said, the reason she chained him up is because he, he, quote, had a tendency of trying to run out of the house. He's a fucking problem. Especially when she was taking showers. Yes, chain this kid up. He's a problem. He's running out into the road, playing in the streets. Listen. When you're chained up all the time and then you get out for just a second, don't you try to fucking escape too? I guess. I mean, if you're chained up and then the second you have the opportunity to. If you're chained up all the time. Bitches in the shower. I'm going to try to fucking ride that exercise bike I'm fucking chained to. (laughs) Right the fuck out of there. All right. So the uh, woman's in a lot of trouble. It's hard being a single mom is my point. Can somebody please understand how difficult it is with a 12-year-old son, foster kid, little rambunctious? You know, the thing about this is if the kid's such a problem, it's a foster kid. Fucking send him back. <laughs> Don't fucking <laughs> chain it to stuff. That's your answer? Yeah. Instead of chaining it to stuff? Yeah, that's my answer. Instead of abusing the child, yes. Send it back. Hey, uh, Billy, what's that weird thing that's lit up on your laptop there? Oh, it's not a camera, Mom. Just go ahead and put the cuffs on, and I'll be fine. It's my invisible fence collar that <laughs> this bitch put on me. So stupid. All right. I'm having a good time. Carl, you know what I like the most in the scum parade? When we get a celebrity. Oh, yeah, that is fun. Yes. And this time we're going down to Orlando, Florida, and we're going to talk about a dance instructor who appeared on Lifetime's Dance Moms. A guy by the name of Kevin Cascuela, I believe that's how you say it. I'm going to show some video of him while I tell the story. This is him doing some dancing. He's a, a young man in his early 20s, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Very fit. Yeah. He pled not guilty following his arrest in December on charges of sexual activity with a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. Solicitation of a Ugh, minor. I hate the way he's dancing. Lewd or lascivious conduct and illegal use of communication device. Oh, it's very homoerotic. The charges followed an investigation by Winter Garden Police. Uh, when one student told investigators that she idolized Coscal and he had considered and considered him famous and important because of his appearance on the reality show about dance kids and the mom, whatever the fuck that show is. So the investigation found that Coscal often took students to lunch watched movies with them, and celebrated their birthday. Oh, okay. That was the part where I'm like, okay, this guy's a fucking creep. Because if you're 25 years old and you're going to sweet 16 parties, what the, what the fuck is... Yuck. Yeah. That's and he's a big like, pile of yuck. So he's playing up, I'm a big celebrity, because these fucking teenage girls are the only ones who fucking care. If you saw this guy in a store, or you saw this guy doing these dances, no one would ever think this is a celebrity. We'd just be like, go away. Right. Twinkle toes. Get lost. He also connected with the students over social media. That's another red flag. Who the fuck wants to follow a 16-year-old girl on Facebook? The report said that Cascuela... I just dated myself. It wouldn't be Facebook, I guess. MySpace. Asked some of the girls for (laughs) nude photos and twerking videos. It would suck to be the girl who didn't get asked for nude photos. I didn't even want to see my tits. Oh, Vinny Jr. (laughs) Nobody wanted to see your tits? One girl told investigators... He would be scary at times if you didn't do what he asked. She explained that he would yell, curse, and ignore her for days and threaten to halt his lessons with her. He would also send messages that he loved her and told investigators, according to the arrest report, Cascal brought one girl to his home in early December and forced her to perform a sex act on him. He then drove her back to the studio and told her to erase this from your memory and don't tell anyone, the report said. The team confided in another dancer at the studio who said she had similar encounters with the instructor. The report said the second team told investigators she went to Cascal's apartment on about 10 different occasions. Well, yep. he's in the right profession if he likes fucking teenage girls. It's he's quite talented. Well. It worked out very well for him. He's a talented If only kid. Jeffrey Epstein had learned how to dance, he might still be at it. Yeah. I mean, instead of making all those billions and billions of dollars by blackmailing rich people. Oh, right. Never mind. Jeffrey Epstein actually was much better at this than, yes, uh, than Kevin. Than this Kevin's 25 <laughs> years old and caught. Yeah, good point. Epstein had a pretty good run. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. The next hearing scheduled for May 5th. His uh, attorneys declined comments, so we'll see what happens there. But lots of accusations 
about the pretty boy dancer. All right. All right, Carl. Mistaken identity can really suck. Albuquerque, New Mexico. A couple is accused of tying up a man and torturing him are behind bars now. Robert Eugene Crane and Adriana Chavez are accused of luring a man to their home last month to buy a bicycle from them. The victim is an acquaintance. When he arrived, they then zip-tied his hands and started questioning him about someone Crane said owed him money. This dude had no idea what was happening, had no idea who the person Crane was talking about. He just was there to buy a fucking bike. And these lunatics went fucking all, they fucking went reservoir dogs on this guy. Crane shot the man in the foot. Then they spray painted a cross on the man's chest while threatening to shoot him in the chest too. They threatened to burn him in the face with a metal pipe and a blowtorch. Threatened, they didn't do it. Yeah, but it's, they did shove an object so far up his nose yeah. that he like bled and shit. So it's like a COVID test. Yeah, they I gave him a COVID test. About. He got a COVID test. They, he free. got shot and a COVID test. For <laughs> yeah, right. Poor baby. The man eventually escaped. Crane and Chavez were arrested last week, and the judges ruled to keep Chavez locked up until How the trial. How let this guy escape? You already shot him in the foot and he escaped? Well, I have a feeling there was probably some math involved. Okay. I feel like this is a math kind of deal. Well, then that's even more reason to keep your eyes on this guy. If it was heroin, then maybe you just pass out and he walks out. But sure. meth, I don't understand... I think they didn't say how long it took the guy to escape. Capturing someone would be difficult, but once they're captured, you should be able to keep them in your house. I mean, that guy. What Castro, the fuck are you saying, Ariel Castro? How long did he have those chicks in his house? Years. Are you trying to use the possession as nine tenths of the yeah, law? Fucking right. argument. <laughs> I caught this person fair and square, <laughs> officer. Is that what you're saying to me? I think that's what I just said, yeah. I caught this human fair and square. What, it's it's my in, property now. It's going to end up in slow motion in a Vietnam video or something. I hope so. <laughs> Probably. All right. Well, that's the scum parade for this week, ladies and gentlemen. What hope fun, you enjoyed it. fun scum parade, Vinny. You always pick the great stories. Oh, thank you, Carl. You do a I great a, job producing the show. I, I never know when you're just being a bully. <laughs> I stopped him Why in are you tracks? bullying me? <laughs> Stop doing your tracks with that one. He's bullying you me. You do a great job producing the show. But he always finds all of these stories that are just from this week, and they always blow me away. I hope you all will tune in this week for uh, Creeps and Roses number three, where PJ and I watch episodes three and four. And when are we doing the Hall of Fame episode? We got to do that soon, Dude, too. I, I, Jared. I know listen, a I'm fun. a victim of not having time and putting too much time into Creeps and Roses. Yeah, I can tell. It's a real fucking problem for me. Okay. Uh, before uh, we get out of here, we're going to leave. Dorkles is going to read our reviews, everybody. Yeah, so leave Yay. reviews for us yeah. so that we can hear Dorkles read them. Five stars, Dorkles. I haven't heard this yet. Cautious driver. I'm excited to hear uh, about the latest conspiracy theories from, from Dorkles. He, he gives me a lot of the news that I don't get from other sources. I love him. Remember to vote at thecreepoff.com. If you would like to leave a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Listen and subscribe, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You know, we're on YouTube. People are watching this live right now. Thank you for all the live viewers. Follow us on Instagram. We're having a blast on Instagram at CreepOffPod. The voicemail number is 585-371-8108. And as always, you can email us at thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Carl, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia. It's your old pal Dorkles again, coming at you with a new creep-off review section. <laughs> Today we got three new shiny reviews to read about our pals Vinny and Carl. Let's dig in, shall we? <laughs> the first review is by Sinestro77 on Apple Podcasts. The review is titled, Creepier? It says, I don't understand the contest concept of the show. <laughs> Which child murderer is creepier? What are they even talking about? How is that determined exactly and why are people voting for this? <laughs> Only the, the most vile creepos will enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, Sinestro77. You can't tune into a podcast called The Creep Off and then complain when it's actually creepy. 
creepy. <laughs> That's like uh, the government landed on Mars and you expecting some red rocks and dirt and shit. Instead, it's really footage from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> it's all filters, people. Don't believe the NASA hype. <laughs> Anyhoozle, the next review is from Truth Be Told 22. And it's titled W-A-E-T-P It's Not. It reads Wokester Vinnie P tries desperately to bottom feed off of Who Are These Podcasts? Success Shameful Pat Mike would not improve. (laughs) Well, I don't know what to say about that one, but maybe it's time to, you know, take a little break from the reviews we're doing here and let old dorkles teach you kids how to make balloon animals. (laughs) All right, here we go, okay? First, (laughs) you start with a small balloon (laughs) and you blow it up, okay? You got that part down. You blow up the balloon nice and long. Then you twist the balloon up here like this. Okay. Okay, you keep keep twisting there, alright. And then you form the letter A. Okay, form the letter A here, alright? Then you twist up a circle around the A, like this. And it's a fucking anarchy symbol, you damn sheeple. <laughs> anarchy! I'm sorry, sorry, kids. Got a little out of my head there. Well, the last review is from Velvet Jones 81, and it's titled Slightly Off. All right, it, it reads Trash the whole contest angle, make the scum parade the main segment, and the main creep the bonus segment. Carl is really corny in here, but not WATP. All right. <laughs> Well, well, Velvet, it sounds like you think that the creep-off is gasping for air like a frozen armadillo on some street in Houston. <laughs> well, I, I can assure you that Vinny and Carl are working hard to make sure the show is being fixed. <laughs> well, they will once they return from Cancun. <laughs> Anyways, you shits, that's my time. Dorkles will see you all on the flippity-flop. Naughty night, and keep your butthole tight. This is stupid.